Welcome, properties. Welcome, ladies and man, gentle ladies and women, to our once again our special. I think this is this is the second or third one we've done. Second one, because the first one was for E3. Welcome to oh, our streaming area. Uh, fail. Uh, welcome to our special GameCon podcast. Uh, for those that didn't know, GameCon is currently going on in good old Germany. Uh, Cologne, Germany. One of the biggest game conferences in the world. Uh, some even consider it bigger than E3. So, mm -hmm. welcome. Boy, did we get some bangers, though. Banger yeah. news. Yeah, there's quite a bit of news for this. So, today's podcast will just be strictly focused on uh, GamesCon. And yep. then, obviously, we will resume our normal podcast on Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7. Or whenever I we get on. Yeah. Roughly 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So, uh, usually it's between 10 to 10.30, uh, give or take a few minutes. So we say one time and then all of a sudden it's something else. So anyways, once again, welcome to Level Unlock Podcast, our special GamesCon 2019 special podcast schroeder is not with us tonight um but he will be back with us as normal on sunday for our regular episode 31 of the level unlock podcast um yep. myself as always captain geach captain underscore geach 15 as well as mr james here people i hate studios and people i hate 10 uh we're gonna skip going over our weeks just because we just kind of talked about it two days ago and yep. that takes away from sunday so, uh, kind of kicking right off. Uh, let's start with how do how did you like GamesCon? What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was better than E3. Let me. There, there, there was a that. bunch. There was some fucking banger news. I wish we could watch. I guess technically we could, but it wouldn't really do any justice for the audio-only viewers. Um, to watch the trailers, some of them. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah, th there was well, a bunch. Did, did you did you watch Gamescom at all? Did you watch the conferences or did you just read about them? Uh, I watched them after the fact. So I, I didn't watch them. I didn't watch them live, but okay, I did I, watch. I, and, I didn't either. Um, I watched them after the fact. Took a bunch of notes, uh, as well as right, um, real I quick, found some uh hidden gems that kind of like E three where they do like the interviews after the fact. Yeah, I have a bunch it wasn't of that part of the main well. stage or anything yeah. like that. Cool, because I don't have anything like that. I was Which I, I don't, I don't know why they do that. that. I, I, Probably I smaller games, smaller yeah, things are from like companies that aren't in the. Uh, well, Microsoft like, even cause... did that because they had they had they had to explain more off, off screen what uh, the X Cloud was. It's like why the fuck would oh, you? Oh really? Just, yeah, why wouldn't you just explain that like during Probably the actual they conference? Probably because they have a set time. Yeah, that's true. They probably have a set time frame. Um. So what were you saying? You had a question for me. I don't know if you remember. What did you think of the Stadia event? Real quick. How boring was it? I don't I understand. Uh, I, I guess that's the thing. It's kind of like a direct uh, Nintendo Direct type thing. 
Minus all the fun. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Who is the company that made fun of that? Said that that's the thing to do now. Devolver Digital. Yeah, Devolver. Dur- during their E3 thing. Yeah. <laughs> when you're inside the brain of uh, the CEO or whatever. Yeah. She got killed. Um, From the last E3. Yeah. I love how the con- I love how they have this continuing story going on. I get it that it saves a lot of money from having to actual have like an actual stage and conference and stuff. But at the same time, you're right; it takes away the but you can like the enthusiasm. Have, you can still have fun. Like the Nintendo ones are still a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But like this Google Stadia one was just so professional. Well, it's Google too. This is their their inaugural stance into the the gaming world. So yeah, but you could still have fun. Yeah, but uh, I, I, they, they honestly they could have they could have made it a little more not cut and dry. But I, I get that they wanted to like maintain an image that we're Google, one of the world's largest companies. We're gonna bring you a new an evolutionary. Um, system that's I even have a news article that talks about that about how uh, Google's leap into the video game industry poses to disrupt the 1.35 billion dollar industry yeah um, I don't think so you don't think it will with the huge no. shift into no. no because because you have to buy the games individually you still have to buy the games like normal I don't think that's going to really get people into it you don't think so as much it's gonna be a little bit more of a barrier of entry because it's one thing to like oh hey you know with like games on playstation like ducktales remastered just got taken off like the ps3 and 360 yeah. um it if you still have it downloaded you can still play it forever yeah it's not locked in any way shape or form but with things like the the google stadia and the xcloud well what happens if, you know, Destiny 2 gets taken off of the Google Stadia? Those hundreds of hours I spent and that $60 I spent is now completely down the fucking drain. Yeah. Well, let's keep on. Let's let's actually, we'll start with the Google Stadia then. Let's, we'll, we'll keep. Yeah, let's get the boring shit out of the way. Since we're already kind of on it. So, pretty much, for those who aren't familiar, we kind of talked about it in the past. Uh, essentially, the Google Stadia is it's a streaming platform that allows you to stream uh, to Pixel Books, Pixel Phones, like James has, full-fledged games from the big companies Ubisoft, Bethesda, EA, Take-Two, um, and Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, with that... Uh, they kind of they went over the pricing, um, so you will receive for free without. Y- y- you have to have the Google subscription, but for the Google Stadia base, um, you'll get 1080, 60 frames per second, um, as well as stereo sound. Yep. If you would 2.0 like channel. to sur- uh, stream in 4K uh, with 5.1 surround, and have access to Google Stadia's free gaming library, which they haven't. I, I didn't see anything. Yeah, I don't think they have anything on it right now. No. Um, nothing. They eventually will, where you basically will get to play the games on there for free with the membership. It's $10 a month, and it's called the Stadia Pro. 
Uh, from that, it gives you the 4K content, allows you to stream in 4K. And 4K, 60. Supposedly, all you need is 35 megabytes. Is the only is that the speed that you need to stream a game like Destiny, um, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your phone on your Chromebook, and it looks just as good, if not better, than the PlayStation 4 or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk it, about it the games like they a... announced? Do you uh, have that? Yeah. So here, let's let's go off like a little list of what they uh, um. Basically, uh, of the entire Kinect. Um, so pretty much they started off with a quick recap of what Google Stadia is. Um, they announced that they are almost out of Google Stadia Founders Edition, the the 129 pack that includes um, the controller, Chromecast Ultra, um, three-month subscription, and then another three-month subscription for a friend. Um, they also announced that Watch Dogs Legion is coming to the Stadia. And then... Probably the big thing was uh, Cyberpunk. Showing off Cyberpunk coming to coming to Google Stadia. Yeah, I seen that. That I think that that's actually kind of big. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven uh, with uh, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Mm-hmm. Reeves. Reeves. Uh, Mortal Kombat eleven. Uh, uh, Doom Essential. The, and I'm uh, not Essential. Doom Eternal. 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 Darksiders Genesis, which they showed off at um, E3. Uh, Kine, which we'll get more into uh, in a little bit. Which I put 3D puzzle platformer machines, or machines trying to make a band. They talked about it at the uh, Nintendo event as well. Um, Orcs Must Die 3. I know that's a very popular series. Um, It's a Stadia exclusive. Uh, The big thing that they're going to have is uh, 500 mob armies. Nice. There's going to be like a whole dedicated thing where it's just like, oh, here's here's a 500 man wave. Good luck. Good luck, fucko. That's not bad. Uh, they haven't. Uh, they have talked about um, a little bit researching the possibility of doing what Sony, uh, Ubisoft is launching next month where they have the games on the platform for one flat fee and you don't pay per game. Um, they have said... That's, that's how it should be. They're looking into that, but there is no date or time as to when it will actually happen because they have to get approval from the actual companies. Um, yeah, they have to get the okay. Because like, I'm sure, like... Because a lot of them, you know, like... Um... Like, Sony's already established. That's how Sony can do it. That's how Microsoft can do it. This is that's how Ubisoft can do it. That's how well, yeah, EA can do it. Yep. Well, they're just using their own games, so that's. Well, yeah, but still. Yeah. Well, and then Sony and Microsoft use their own games as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think once it gets established, and if it does come to where, um, it actually took off and it's actually big, I think the other companies will allow them to. Um make a platform like that where it's $15 a month to play whatever game is um, allowed to be played on the Google Stadia. But but here's the thing, though. Okay, you're immediately going to lose Ubisoft and EA games. Yeah, because they have you're their own. You're immediately going to lose them. Yeah, they have their own. So why would you do that? You know, why would they do that when it's going to cut into their profit margin? 
if it's not working, if the if it's if yeah, I mean, it, like last ditch effort. Yeah, to keep it alive. But mm. and if, for all we know, people might say, "Hey, I want a fucking game hardcore on my phone. Let's do it." Because you can buy controllers and sync them up Bluetooth with your phone, and then it works. Uh huh. Same yeah. thing with um the um Chromebooks. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Just a Bluetooth controller. I mean, hell, you can sync up a PS4 controller. Yeah. Nyko made in um made a thing for the PS4 controllers when they first came out, where it'll slap your phone on top of the uh above the PlayStation 4, the DualShock 4. So uh, this, unfortunately, it's it's honestly uh, a wait and see type concept. Comes out in October. Um. So October, I don't know the actual date. I don't know if you have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but it's a soft launch. Uh, it's the same soft launch that um, Microsoft is doing with the xCloud. Mm-hmm. So the full capabilities, such as the game store for free, that won't come until next year. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that probably won't come until like mid to end of next year, just like the xCloud will. Um, they're releasing it now because microsoft said that they're releasing theirs so kind of go head to head with each other competitive compete with it yeah but at the same time you're not going to gain really anything from it other than paying 60 dollars for a game that you may already have to play it on your phone yeah or your tv exactly without the system Let's go. Let's go quickly over the games that are coming out for it that they showed off. Yeah. Uh, so Windjammers Two, Destroy All Humans remake, Mortal Kombat Eleven, like you said, Super Hot, the sequel to Super Hot, my, uh, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, Farming Simulator Nineteen Platinum Edition, now including logging and horses, uh, Samurai Showdown Grid, Doom Eternal, like you said, Attack on Titan Two Final Battle, Elder Scrolls Online, and then Borderlands Three. Uh, did you say Watchdog Legions? Yeah, they said that at the beginning. Okay, well, but sure. uh, I I I I put a little thing with Borderlands Three. Um, we should be careful that we talked about it because we might get private investigators coming to our house. Yeah, I'll leave that one off the table. Kind of slide that, slide that under the rug for a minute. How did you get this information? You guys talked about it at a press conference. How'd you know we talked about it at a press conference? We uh, fucking it was... watched it on the live <laughs> stream. Lies. Like, get out of. Here. <laughs> um so yeah that's pretty much the Google Stadium for the most part that was it it was a 30 minute slog yep. is the best that I can put it best way I can put it honestly if you ever watched the state of play the um, Nintendo's no no um, don't even thing. compare it to those well don't even compare it to those it was they tried to do that yeah, they, they tried to do that, but they failed. Yeah, they tried to make it like that, but it was... You have to look. Uh, there's one scene where James kind of hit the nail on the head that the lady looks like she's literally being held at gunpoint, like forced to read off a prompter. Like, she's like, yes, yes. Like, she looks scared out of yeah, her life. she does. She she has, like, a blank fucking expression and spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it's super spooky. Um, uh, so ahead. let's talk about, um, the good version of that, the Nintendo, the yeah. Nindies event, Nintendo Indie World, sorry. Let's do it. So, uh, they started off with Risk of Rain 2, um, showing off the four-player multiplayer 
Um, it's coming out this summer for the Nintendo Switch. Um, Eastward, which is a post-apocalyptic isometric dungeon crawler with some really nice 16-bit graphics. Uh, that's coming out next year. Um, <laughs> Freedom Finger. Did I you see that? Yeah. I, uh, Nintendo has some weird-ass games. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand Nintendo at times. Like, Fuck. like so they're not afraid finger. to make, like, cutting-edge games that might kind of, like, draw the line a little bit. They're 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 not afraid to put good stuff on their platform. Yeah, pretty much. So it's a it's a scrolling shooter, uh side scrolling shooter, a shmup if you will. Um you're a finger shooting stuff. Uh but the cool thing about it is you can pick up the enemies and use them as weapons. <laughs> see so that. like if you see That's like fucking a fucking hilarious. See like a anti-aircraft gun or something like that, you can pick it up and start using that to shoot with it. Um, there's also middle finger that's censored, yeah, which I really appreciate. Um, 36 levels, which is pretty damn big for a, for a side scroll shooter like that. Uh, and it's coming out this fall. Um, there was Roki, which is a lot of snow. Uh, and there's like a giant wolf looks, looks absolutely beautiful. Um, snow is going to be a theme. I don't know if you noticed this, Walker, but snow is definitely a theme of this Gamescom. Yeah. Yeah. I, there I, was I, a lot of shit with snow. Which I, I, I made sense. I'm like, kind of, not really, but... Not really. No. They showed more uh, about Ori that, uh, yep, in the Blind that Forest. It's, or, yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. That's coming out. Uh, what's cool about that is it's the second uh, Microsoft Game Studios yep. published game. Um... There was Torchlight 2, which is another dungeon crawler. Uh, showed off some multiplayer. That's coming out September 3rd. Um, Skater XL. Reminds me a lot of Skate. Uh, very physics-based. Um, they, they tout that no two tricks are the same. The skateboarding game. Uh, where you do the same trick, but it's not going to be the exact same every single time. Just like in real life. Um, that's coming out next year. 2020. Um, Europa, which is a, which was that weird, uh, like third person game where you're running across, like, it looked like Paris. Yeah. It was some, I don't know where it was. I know you're talking about that. I don't know where, I wouldn't even say like Paris. I'm, it, I thought it, it looked like, I thought I saw the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, maybe. But at and some point it looks like you're in freaking Pandora cause you're in the sky. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Cause you, you you end up in the sky on like ropes that remind you of actually kind of almost like Final Fantasy fifteen esque where you have this city on the ground and then above it you have like this giant other city floating in the air kind of. You mean you mean Final Fantasy seven? Oh, it was fifteen or ten maybe ten. Yeah, Final Fantasy ten. That's what I'm thinking of. If you ever played ten, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, no, I played ten. That was like my that was my first real Final Fantasy that I played. It's when uh, first Final Fantasy I really played. You meet uh, that dude. They they like that. Like one of the final bosses. I don't remember that guy's anime name. hair. Anime yeah. hair. Yeah, you Blue meet anime him. hair. Yeah. Hey, you meet him. Uh, they showed off Super Hot. That's available today on the Switch. Um, they showed off the new Dungeon Defenders. Dungeon Defenders Awakening awakened um 
four-player tower defense. Uh, they showed off four-player four split screen. Uh, it's going to be a timed exclusive coming February 2020. Uh, kind of, uh, hopefully it's going to get the bad taste out of everyone's mouths from the sequel, which not many people liked because, hey, <laughs> it was free-to-play, and it had a lot of free-to-play mechanics in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's the tourist. That looked pretty interesting. Uh, I really like the voxel art it had. The uh, the little uh, like three D like almost Taurus like three D pixel. Germany. Um, what? Taurus goes to Germany. That that that's the, go, that's the rest of it, isn't it? No, I didn't think so. I thought it was. I thought it was so just called the Taurus. Oh, I have the Taurus um, goes to Germany, and I I wrote it's like a Zelda like style like gameplay, mm -hmm. almost. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of, like, puzzle platforming stuff in it. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. You don't really see that kind of art style in puzzle platformers. No. That's kind of, like, their go-to thing. Um, Roki is a puzzle adventure. Europa is a puzzle platform. Um, this, like, there is... Like, like that's kind of, like their, like, their thing, I've noticed. Nintendo is, for the most yeah. part. Pretty much. That Nintendo is. Um... I mean, it's 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 easy. It's I I wouldn't say it's easy to make, but I mean, like it's a little, it's. I guess for the type of make. graphics that it has, it's yeah, it, it makes sense to have that. Yeah, I guess they've always been that way because they've never had a system with like. True like graphics like the PlayStation or Xbox. So... Yeah, that's. No, I wouldn't say since uh you know the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Have they had a Have they had a system that could actually you know was up to technical stuff, snuff as yeah. the other ones. Hey, and it works for them. They don't need it, so... No, Nintendo's these... always... A, ev everyone, like... Nintendo's always been the company that's like, oh, okay, we're not going to compete against Microsoft and Sony. We're just going to be that other company that everyone has. Yeah. Like, because like, when the Wii came out, you know, it was always like everyone had a Wii and then either an Xbox or PlayStation. Yep. Yeah, uh, there was, there was Skellboy. Did you did you see that shit? The one where you're the skeleton. I don't recall. I'm looking. Yeah, so so you, it's a like a third person uh, action adventure, um, and you're a skeleton. But the cool thing about it is, no, um, see that one. you pick you pick up body parts. Oh, okay. And that's that's okay, like I... your weapons and armor that you equipped. It almost looks like. Um... Uh, what's that game for the Xbox 360? That one that was huge back in the day. Not Clash of Clans, but um, Clash of Titano. The fuck was that? Was that was a movie and a and a game. Uh, it was ones where you were little dudes like this, and you shot arrows and battled people. And uh, Clash of something. Hang on. I have not even a single fucking idea. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay. <laughs> Are you just Googling Xbox 360 game? Are you sure you're not talking about, like, Clash of Clans? No, it's not Clash of Clans. It might be. No, it's not Clash of Clans. Okay. Ah, what the fuck is it? I don't remember. I I don't know. Well, if you like, the graphics look, like, look the same, in a sense. Okay. Where you have these little... Your little, like, small, like, little soldier dudes... With like bow and arrows or like swords, and you go around and fight things. 
Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. It's gonna make me mad. Yeah, I have. I have absolutely no idea. Not even a single clue. Um, there was Earth Knight. Um, where that that was the cool one where it's like a platformer where you're running across dragons in the sky. Uh, it takes place in space. Looks like it looks pretty fun. I must say that's coming out this year. Uh, basically it's like a. Yeah, it's just basically like a runner. An endless runner almost, but you're running across dragons and shit. Uh, the big thing that they dropped was the Hotline Miami collection. That was probably one of the biggest things that they showed off. Um, yeah. You get the two Hotline Miami games. Uh, it's the Again, the big thing that they showed off was that it's available now. Uh, okay, so... This this is the part that I dubbed uh, Speed Round Go, <laughs> where they just kind of threw off a whole bunch of games. Uh, there is the action platformer Blasphemous coming out uh, September 26th. Uh, Close to the Sun is a first-person puzzle game coming out in 2019. Cat Quest 2 is an action RPG starring cats that's coming out this fall. Spirit Fair, uh, talked about it during E3, uh, spring 2020. Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, uh, coming out October 8th. The big thing about Trine 4 is that it's only two players. Uh, Two-player co-op puzzle adventure, or puzzle platformer. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, the other games had three-player co-op, but they only showed off two-player. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, there was One Finger Death Punch 2. Yeah. Coming out December 2nd. <laughs> it reminds me of that... Uh, those old like new ground stick figure animations. That's exactly what I was thinking too. The same thing. <laughs> it's so stupid but funny. Uh, there was best friends forever, and let me uh, let me just uh, put everything that I put on here. Uh, February fourteenth, uh, dating sim, bunch of hipsters, fucking puppers, take pupper for walk, care for pupper, level up pupper, love pupper. <laughs> eh, not wrong. Uh, there's that weird game. Was it like Fogs? P H O G S S Fogs. Yeah, that's coming out early 2020. Fuck. The best way I described it is cat dog minus the cat and add another dog. <laughs> I like that uh, one too. There was what the golf that's coming out this winter. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I don't even know how to describe that one. I don't even want to even try to describe that one. Just go look up what the golf. Uh, there was Kine. I put this is I watched the the Nintendo Direct first. What the golf um, almost reminds me of like a cell phone game. Yeah. Like that's like the graphics you're getting out of it. But not so, very good. So with Kine, I was like I put twenty nineteen weird puzzle game again i don't know how to describe it because like you're you're the you're different musical instrument robots that have to kind of like get to a goal by using their abilities to traverse the world the little the little stage um hypercharge unboxed uh which actually looks pretty cool um that was the first person shooter coming out this winter uh it reminds me of the movie toy soldiers do you remember that movie yeah yeah, it reminds me of the one that they played on Cartoon Network like all the fucking time. Yep. Yep, I, that that actually does look kind of cool. It, it kind of uh, does almost, kind of. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Northgard uh, coming September 26th. It looks it's a real time strategy game set in Viking times. Uh, Sparklight, which is a top down action adventure, coming out this fall. Munchkin Quack Quest, which is a dungeon crawler, coming out this fall. I guess it uses the cards from the Munchkin game. Never played the Munchkins game, so I can't say. Um, and then Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. I think the um, the unboxed uh, Hypercharge Unbox would be kind of cool. I used to like those games. It kind of reminds me of another game. I don't know if you ever played it. Like I don't know if it's called Toy Soldier or like Army. It was when you're actually like little like those green army men you could buy at the store. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. They had a game. I don't remember if it was for like, a bunch of them. I don't know if it was a PlayStation 2 or the PlayStation where you played as a little those little guys and you're in people's backyards and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of I think that was I think that was PlayStation 1. Much better had, graphics in here. But yeah. I had an N64. Um so I played uh Sarge's Heroes, I think it was called. Yeah, something like that. Army Men Sarge's Heroes. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you know okay. Yeah, those are fun. Uh cuz I I remember the I very vividly remember the kitchen level in that where you're running in the kitchen and stuff like that. Yeah, and those I games it was are pretty cool. Yeah, those games are fun. Yeah, your little uh yeah, Army Men Sarge's Heroes. Yep, I just looked it up. Yeah, your little green uh green army dudes. And you're in people's backyards, their houses, things along those lines. Some of those are fucking hard as shit. Some of those levels yeah, were. Yeah, they were. They were stupid hard. I remember yeah. renting that shit. And it was on like a... Did that one... I think that one had like a black cartridge. Yeah. For the N64. Yep. Yeah, it was a fun game. I rented that shit from Blockbuster all the goddamn time. There you go. Yeah, I don't think I actually too. owned it. I think I rented mine too. Castle Crashers. Okay, uh, okay, Castle Crashers. That's what uh, the one game we were talking about earlier reminded me of. I couldn't think what it was. I knew it was something started the fucking sea. So I was close. Um, do you want to do the inside Xbox and save the opening night live for last? Uh, yeah, no, we definitely can. Um, so, 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 so far. So far, we've had one pretty good show and one slog. <laughs> and thankfully, the Stadia Connect was the only bad show of the bunch. At least in my opinion. Yeah. It was the only bad one of the bunch. Um, both of which were only like half hour long, too. Yeah, it which was is horrible. Nice. My nose is fucking running like crazy. I don't Mine know why. Too. I don't... It's um... either my nose is running or it's just sweat. Uh, so it started off with Borderlands 3. Again. Woo. Split screen. Ah, fuck. Inside Xbox is presented by Billardlands 3. Yeah. I don't know. They've been promoting that game a lot. Yeah, they is, need to stop. Which is weird because they started their their Xbox conference with Borderlands on E3. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't... This is... I, I, I don't know if they have a lot riding on it because of Borderlands 2 was... No, Borderlands 1 was considered one of the um the best games for that for that console. Yeah, um, for the yeah, for the 360, so maybe they just have a lot riding on it and hope and hopes that maybe um, <clears throat> Who knows. Um they had a bunch of different yeah. stuff. Go ahead. 
I, uh, turned off my light because this isn't a professional podcast. This isn't the <laughs> official one, so it's um, too hot with the fucking light on. Oh, I bet. Gears of War. Um, we'll start with that. Gears 5. Well, are, you, are you sure you want to talk about that first, or do you want to save that for last? I would say, that, say that for last. Um... So do you want to talk about do you want to talk about Blair Witch? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with game. that. The first, the first, let's just go down the line. Let's go down the list. Yeah, of everything they talked about. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I was thinking oh, about that. I was boy, like, do we does want Blair to... Witch look good? <laughs> so, <laughs> I read a, I was reading an article about it. So I don't know if I can find it again, but essentially, the Blair Witch trailer explains why you never want to go in the woods. Is essentially exactly. what it comes down to. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Fuck the woods. Um, is essentially what uh, what it comes down to is that uh, it, it it's definitely uh, it's gonna make you jump type game. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely. what they're going after in that, which is good because that's not necessarily good, but at the same time, there isn't a lot of games like that anymore. Not that no, horror games are still a very niche genre. It's been a niche genre. And- yeah, not that that's a huge market of people that like those games that jump out at you and make you like scream like a little girl. Um, I mean, I love them. Yeah, you got yeah, you got you got your uh, final not your Final Fantasies, Jesus Christ, your Resident Evil Sevens and shit uh, that do that. And my Silent Hill twos. Yeah. Well, they they don't make you go ah. They're like oh, that's um, disturbing. Sneak preview for Sunday. Uh, we talked about it last week, but I got some more news on some Resident Evil shit uh, that you might be interested in, James. Are you sure, or are you just playing with my emotions? No, 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 I'm I'm sure. Well, probably not, because it's it's more movie-related, but... Oh, God. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good transition, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so, essentially, it's a handy cam game where you're in, the, you're in the woods. If you haven't seen the trailer, make sure you go see it. What's your take on it? Uh, I think it looks good. Um, I I like the pupper in it. That was pretty cool <laughs> having the pupper. That's also another theme too. Did you notice all the dogs that they had in this? Yeah, dogs and snow. Dogs and snow. Um, a lot of footage of the main character Ellis holding a gun. And then I put just fucking do it, Ellis. Well, cause he's he's trapped in the Blair Witch, so. No, um, that was like flashback shit. Oh yeah, that was flashback. He was like, "Cause, cause I put pupper, you're a fuck up." Lots of footage of main character Alice holding a gun, and then just fucking do it, Alice, in all caps. Um, if you've seen the movies, I would say it's slightly similar to that. Okay. Um, not like, not like a fucking remake of it or anything like that um but mm-hmm. it's it's still good um okay it's definitely gonna make you jump i think it's definitely gonna make you scared and um this is i i see it more of, of a suspense game okay so that's that's true horror right yeah. there suspense not just jump scares uh, I actually, I actually had um, what was it yesterday? A really good conversation with Mitchell about the differences between uh, Silent Hill and what was that? Shut up! <laughs> I had I had ads going on like four different oh. things, and they sounded like shut up, shut up. <laughs> um, about the differences with Silent Hill and Resident Evil, I'll talk more about it uh, Sunday. But I had a really good discussion with him about it uh, like before it. we were recording. 
Um, uh, I know we skipped it, but Borderlands, uh, they announced. Yeah, uh, ho ho hold on, hold on. Where okay. was uh, where was Borderlands on here? Uh, yeah, okay. So here we go. Here, here's my notes on Borderlands Three. I can't wait. Randy is here, but a different one. Year anniversary of Borderlands One. Oh, three year. Oh, I have I did not type that out right. It's 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 an anniversary of the first Borderlands. Uh, takes place on multiple planets. I'm just gonna fast forward through this. Walker, <laughs> you can take this. Uh, oh, I'm just gonna fast forward through this one. Uh, I don't really give two shits. That's fucking hilarious. You actually wrote. I'm just gonna fast forward through this. <laughs> so they introduced the new mode. Um, it's called Endgame mode. So, okay. According to this, according to everything, Borderlands Three will be up there for one of the most anticipated games of the year, uh, and most likely be considered for game of the year. No, better um, not. fucking better not. <laughs> Gamescon with all the games that we had this year, fucking better not. Yeah, but who actually knows? The way we had three game of the years already. Three game of the year contenders are ready this year. Four. Four. If you include Mario Maker. Yeah, that's true. So Gamescom gave us a new look at the new mode uh for end game end game content. It's called uh uh That's so stupid that they showed off end game stuff. Yeah. They showed off like end game gameplay. Yep. Um it's called Proving Grounds. So, essentially, the challenges uh, operate like a horde mode in other games where they just mm -hmm. come at you and come at you and come okay. at you and come at you. Hang on a second. So, so from what it sounds like, it's going to be another horde mode, just like how everyone was doing horde modes when uh, Gears of War 2 was out. Yeah, so, essentially, it's just a non-stop horde mode. Um, Good. you have to take on missions, uh, to find, uh, ancient writings that give you, um, coordinates to the proving, to the, pr uh, proving grounds. Uh, once you fend off all the waves of, en of enemies, uh, the longer you last, the better loot that you'll be awarded with. So that's, uh, essentially what it is. Um. Okay. It's basically, if you... Well, we played Borderlands, and there's times when the enemies are just coming at you like crazy. I mm -hmm. would say that, but like on steroids. Okay. But and then essentially you complete the missions, complete the levels, and then you get better loot than you would in uh, the regular uh, the regular games, essentially. Yeah. Um, where are we at here? This was gonna do. Uh, what's the next game? Uh, let's talk about the stuff coming to the Game Pass, shall we? Yeah, speaking of Game Pass, for those who are not familiar with it, um, Game Pass Ultimate was announced at E3, mm -hmm. um, and it's ramping up, uh, even more now. So, essentially so what game, it is, go game, ahead. Yeah, oh no, you go ahead. Oh, okay. So, it's Xbox... I didn't know if you were gonna talk about it or not. Yeah, I was just gonna bring it up really quick. Um... It's uh, the Xbox Live Gold membership combined with their Game Pass for fifteen dollars a month. For 
both P- uh, PC and Xbox One. Yes. Um, which to me is actually a pretty good deal. Oh yeah, it's a hell of a good deal. Uh, new subscribers can get two months for two dollars if you sign up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you never had an Xbox membership before or anything like that, you can sign up for two bucks. Uh, it's now available now through the twentieth, and after the two months, uh, it'll go to the normal fifteen dollars unless you cancel it. Yep, I like how uh, when it was there for like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked when uh people were finding workarounds because if you had Xbox Live Gold, you could upgrade it for that dollar, and you would have Xbox One Ultimate or Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate for that entire period that you're still good with Xbox Live Gold. So people were doing shit like getting two year, like two uh, one year subscriptions to Xbox Live and then hitting that upgrade for a dollar button. And then for that entire two years, they would have Xbox Ultimate. Yeah. Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, so that's pretty big. Also, side note too, I forgot to add for Blair Witch. Uh, you can actually stop what you're doing and pet your dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. so you can pet the dog in Blair Witch. Yeah, you can interact with uh, the dog in, in the Blair Witch project. Oh, so game of the year right there. Yeah, pretty much. You just On that merit alone. Sit there and pet the dog the whole time. Have you ever Have you ever <laughs> seen the Twitter account, Can You Pet the Dog? Mm-mm. Oh, it's one of the greatest Twitter accounts ever, because it, all it does is it goes through a whole bunch of games, and it's like... Oh, you can pet the dog in this game, or you can't pet the dog in this game. That's all That's it is. Funny. And then it just shows a gif of petting the dog. Uh, do you want to go over the games that they announced for it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, the first-person action RPG set in medieval times. Uh, Ape Out, Bard's Tale Four, which is pretty big. Blair Witch is going yep. to be on there. Which is huge. Uh, Age of Empires Deluxe Edition. Uh, Stellaris. And then probably the biggest one is uh, DMC5. Sure is. Fucking uh, game of the year right there. And it is, game of the year. it is rumored that Gears 5 may be available. Oh, no. Ge- no, Gear, Gears 5 is. They they said so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't yeah, see it. Oh, yeah, you get, you're right. You get the Deluxe Edition yep, or the Gold true. Edition when you get That's it. true. Get the Sarah Connor. And all the, the DLC. Um, <laughs> Human Fall Flat DLC. They talked about uh, free DLC coming the 27th. Uh, they also announced that uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Age of Empires 2 Remastered Definitive Edition, I should say. Um, Age of Empires 2 is widely considered one of, if not the best, uh, real-time strategy games ever. Uh, it's getting a full 4K remaster for uh, Xbox and PC. Yep. That's coming November 14th. Um, it's coming, yeah, 4K. Cross-play between Steam and I think, I put PC, but I think, I don't know if that's Xbox or not. Um, and then what's cool is that, well, it is coming to Steam, which is really nice. Um you get 25% off on Steam if you own the original game, which is cool, too. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, they got some controllers. Yeah, those controllers are fucking sweet. 
Uh, so there's two new controllers. Uh, they have new designs, um, new sleekness. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the two new controllers come in Night Ops Camo and Sports Blue. Yeah, both both of them are very, very good looking. Um, even like the Night Ops Camo, which I'm not a huge fan of like camo controllers in general. Uh, that looked really good. Mm -hmm. um, I really like how they also have rubberized grips on the back. Yep. Of them. Yeah, that's that's super convenient. You want to talk about Gears Pop? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, yeah, it's fine. What do you want to say? So, Gears Pop, uh, free to play. They kind of went uh, over a little bit more. It actually comes out tomorrow, uh, the 22nd. Um, Yay. <laughs> so, I pre registered for it. Uh, cross saves. I want to put myself through all that bullshit. Uh, so this is kind of a little cool thing with it. So cross saves have been enabled across all three platforms. Um, Yay. Uh, Android, iOS, and Windows 10 is what it's available for. So if you play it on uh, Android and you pick it and you pick it back up on the, the computer, it'll leave leave off right where it was before, um, which is kind of cool, I guess. It's it's not horrible. Still not like amazing. So if you haven't seen or don't know what we're talking about, um, look up the game because it's it's basically a pop version with characters with big ass heads playing Gears of War. So essentially, it's a it's a bona fide mobile game, which are uh, it is a mobile game. It is. Well, yeah. <laughs> and those are James's so, favorite. So do you want to hear my notes? On this, I know I sent them to you, but probably like absolute trash. Gears Pop, fuck my life. August twenty second, iOS, Android, and Windows ten. This trailer makes me want to die, and I'm only five seconds in. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> what is life? Uh, think video of the... games were video games were a mistake. <laughs> I love it. So it's it's their take with the Plants vs Zombies formula. Um, it's a full, a real-time multiplayer matches, uh, and the games includes cute little versions of more than 30 different characters across all the Gear series. <laughs> my, fav my favorite part of it was when Marcus Phoenix helped get that gun out of the tree for that one dude, for that one locust or horde guy. Um... Want to talk about NBA? Ah, uh, we can. I was actually, I was actually shocked by NBA 2K. Well, those um, games always have been surprisingly really good. Well, go ahead. Actually, can we talk about my notes here? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So it starts off. Some basketball players there. His name is Josh Hart. <laughs> His overall rating is 76. Kind of meh. Josh isn't pleased. It's better than last year. He apparently doesn't mind it. He lies. He plays Fortnite. Lorenzo Ball plays PUBG. Josh is going to try to switch him to Fortnite. Yep. Video games. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they talked about my career. my Or my career story. 
uh, which actually is kind of uh, interesting here. So it's produced by LeBron James, like he did last year. Graphic-wise, um, it's phenomenal. It looks great, yeah. Um, what was it, like two years ago, three years ago, or something like that? Uh, they had Spike Lee do yeah. it, and it was an absolute train wreck. Um, main character is Friends with All the Stars. Starring Idris Elba, yep. Rosario Dawson, Thomas Middle M- Middleditch, Ernie Hudson, Ernie LeBron LeBron James LeBron James. I appreciate I like I actually do I appreciate the higher budget story mode in a sports game. Yeah, and it, 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 I like the fact it, just like any my career it walks you through like the potential of being like famous essentially mm-hmm. you get big and then you gain respect from the actors and um the bigger players so it's kind of what they're going what they're gearing towards um which is pretty cool yeah. so then you um, have um they'll, they'll come into the locker room and things like that the trailer came in uh you're a plane you broke your foot uh wow. and uh basically it's about you Coming back from that and then being somebody. Yeah. You know, the story that everyone can relate to. Yeah. Coming back from an injury, being told you can't do it, and practicing, training, being drafted, making it into the NBA, and being the famous all-star that you are. I wish that, you know, the sports games I play had something like that. Like, my baseball or my hockey. The hockey yeah. has no goddamn excuse. No. Like, not even a single excuse, because Madden and, Madden and FIFA do it. I'm surprised Madden hockey and FIFA doesn't. Do. Oh, yeah. I can't, like, I, FIFA, like, not as much, but, I, like, why not hockey? Like, coming up as a little kid, like, making it to the big leagues. They did. It was called uh, NHL Slapshot on the Wii. You started <laughs> off in Pee Wee Pond Hockey and played all the way up to the NHL. <laughs> But no, like I would, I I'm like I said, I'm like really shocked that they're all by EA. Yeah. Why yeah, isn't the same company one... makes it? Well, WWE yeah. has the same concept now, kind of. Yeah. It's not as in depth as like the NBA, but it's still they have like a career mode where you start as off as a nobody, training at the performance center, having to pass the drills, and then you make it to the WWE. It's, it's less of like an actual like narrative. Yeah. It's it's more of just like a glorified be a pro mode. That's all it is, just be a pro mode. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, with two or NBA two K, FIFA, and then um, Madden, they all have actual like stories in them where they have specific story beats. Um, what'd you think of Ghost Recon? It was a bad. And I forgot something to add with uh, Nintendo, by the way. We'll go back to that in oh. a minute. We'll go back to that in a little bit. Okay. Um, what did you think of the new Ghost War? The Breaking Point? Yeah, the Ghost War mode. No, I like it. Uh, the PvP, it's a 4v4 competitive multiplayer mode. Um, Guess what they had? They showed off a lot of in that one? Snow. Fucking snow. <laughs> uh... And that's kind of the thing with this one. It is a PvP, kind of unlike the the PvE that is... What is the one that's out right now, the big one? Division? Division, yeah. Well, they also have PvP as well, but... 
They do, but it's, it's not really geared. It's not geared towards that. Well, this one isn't either. Um, this one's also PVE. Oh yeah, you're right. But which, uh, but this they, is like a mode. They talked about it on E3. There's another one, quarantine. That's what it is. That that's separate. We'll get into that okay. different time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that Rainbow Six quarantine. Yeah. I remember that one. Um, Took me a second. Yeah, but that's not bad. Um, basically, uh, ward. Uh, you're you're rewarded for communication, cooperation within teams, um, amongst an open and diverse map. Um, so it's kind of cool. We'll see how that plays out. I like the four v four, um, cooperative multiplayer. It's kind of like what uh, Call of Duty's doing with the two v two. Yeah. What did you think of the battle royale circle? Like comes into play. Uh, I didn't see that one. I have to look. Yeah, because it's it's it. They showed it off, I think, near the end of the trailer, um, where it's just the circle that closes in, just really? like in a battle royale. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it makes sense. So you guys just aren't camping, sitting there while you're facing each other. Exactly. I wonder uh... if the I wonder if the Call of Duty one will have that, the two v two one. Probably not, because I feel like that that's a lot quicker. Yeah, that's true. Uh, PUBG. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about PUBG. Uh, season they four. They had, like, God bless both those guys, but man, that first guy that they talked to from uh, Player Unknown's group, boy howdy, he was struggling hard with his English. <laughs> they should have just gave him a translator. Yeah, like they did for. Uh... The other guy was great. The other guy was great, but. So yeah, it was. Uh, they season four is expected to be absolutely massive. Uh, stunning visual updates. They're adding uh, bunny costumes into it. Uh, that's their kind of like their new thing. And Great. the biggest piece of news for that, cross porn. Crat. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking shit. Cross porn. Cross porn. Cross platform play for the consoles uh, is coming uh, this October. Uh, it goes live. So, which means I can play PlayStation and play people on Xbox. It is not yeah. known yet if it will cross over to PC. Um, but right now, it's just for the consoles. I would assume so, because I can't imagine it being a lot harder to do cross-platform to uh, PC. But you never know. Yep. Uh, PUBG Season 4 launches Xbox One this August, uh, August 27th. And it'll launch on the PlayStation next month. Hmm. Because it was uh, originally uh, exclusive uh, to yep. um, Xbox for the longest time. So, obviously, they're going to get the things. And it was in early access for the longest time, too. It was. Um, essentially, they realized that it exploded huge for Fortnite. Rocket League, Monster Hunter... Um, that cross-platform was a thing, so now PUBG is getting into the world. Monster Hunter doesn't have that. Uh, oh, never mind. It's the Monster Hunter-like. Um, it's a different game. Uh, Dauntless. Dauntless, yeah. Sorry. Not it's, Monster it's Hunter, the, the game. The... There we go. Dauntless is the poor man's... Um... Fuck, I forget the name of it. But there's a game that's like <laughs> Monster Hunter, which is the poor man's version of the Monster Hunter. So Dauntless is basically the poor man's poor man's version of Monster Hunter. Uh, what's the next game you got? Wasteland 3. Snow. <laughs> uh, 
squad-based strategy like XCOM, full open world, post-apocalypse. And the post-nuclear waste of Arizona, to be exact, which is kind of cool. Colorado. Well, they go to both. Yeah. Yeah, I think the I think the regular Wasteland games because Wasteland was originally made by, um, like the first Wasteland game was made by the original a lot of the original team that made the first fall the first two Fallout's. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at Arizona, anyways, it's ninety percent desert, so it kind of looks like a nuclear Fallout. So kind of makes sense. Pretty much. <laughs> what do you have next? Uh, Metro Exodus, the two um, uh, Colonels, Coral had Colonels, Colonels. Can't fucking talk. I, let me, can I just say? Can I just say? Fuck that spelling of Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> because I was typing it out. And I'm like, no, that doesn't look right. Colonels. I was typing it out because I, I put <laughs> kernels like popcorn kernels. Just, yeah. And I'm like, that's not right. I know it's not right. I know Colonel is spelled stupid. Yep. So I looked up because I I asked Google. I was like how do you spell kernel and it told me like popcorn kernel or you know that kind of stuff and i'm like all right so i looked up colonel sanders that's funny um the two kernels is an expansion of the game uh it launched uh yesterday actually uh, it's a dlc nope. that tells what happens to i don't know how to say the dude's name nozabrick uh i don't know how to fucking sure. it's some russian name Yep. Um, basically it was a mystery, uh, to what happened in the actual game itself. So this kind of mm -hmm. explores that, um, Metro Exodus is a part of game pass, but mm -hmm. to get the DLC, it's separate. You gotta pay 30 bucks. Yeah. You gotta buy that separately. Yeah. So should... It is not there. Um, yeah, there's still plenty of story to explore, so essentially it's just exploring a part. Uh, it's exploring another character that they kind of left out a little bit in the actual game. Um, yeah. Which is weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's... it's. I mean, I hear the Metro games are really good. I haven't played them. But, yeah, uh, I've never played them either. I think I played a little bit of one of them. Um, I'm not live anymore, fun fact. Destiny 2. Okay. Yeah, that actually looked pretty interesting. So we'll see if Destiny can come back. Probably not because it's... Oh, no. It's 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 starting to come back ever since... Uh, Destiny. Ever since... Uh, whatchamacallit? Bungie bought it. Yeah, they back bought it back. From uh, Activision. Um, Shadowkeep as an expansion for Destiny 2. Returns players to the moon. Um... Bungie's game director, Ben uh, Womack, uh, was on hand not only to discuss everything, um, but getting into it, uh, he revealed um, at, uh, he revealed some uh, special finishers, um, which is actually kind of cool. The expansion drops October 1st. Um, they actually go a little bit more in-depth with it at uh, the next thing. Yeah. The next event. So, uh, go ahead. There was Empire of Sin. Yeah, that was that looks pretty cool. That's made by Brenda and John Romero. Yeah, uh, I've John seen that. Romero. Uh, if you don't know, was one of the founders of the uh, Doom, one of the daddies of Doom. Uh, takes place in Prohibition era Chicago. Uh, kind of like a strategy game, kind of a little bit like XCOM. 
Uh, also has management options, which is interesting. Um, customize equipment and abilities. Uh, I put John Romero still has that beautiful hair that he always has. <laughs> uh, one of the cool things that I liked was um, you could sell poison booze to people. Yeah. So like you could poison your boot, your beer, your alcohol, and then sell it to people like bad guy, like people who you're friends with, and then their crew starts dying because hey, poison beer kills. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a cool concept. Essentially, mm -hmm. it, um, uh, it drives uh, experience through the criminal underground underworld, which is, which is a cool take on everything. It's also cool how half the bosses are real people. Yeah. Which is rare that you don't really see that. Mm -hmm. uh, da -da 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 -da. There was that game Vigor uh, the, by the guys who made DayZ. Yes. Absolutely. Guess, guess what we got in that one? What? Some snow. <laughs> of course. Uh, it's free to play. You build encampments. That's pretty cool. Uh, then they had another Borderlands. Then they had Borderlands ad. <sighs> Good old Borderlands. Watch old that Borderlands ends up being ad. like one of the greatest games of all time. I don't fucking care. It won't be. <laughs> then they talked about uh, XO19. Uh, basically, it's like uh, Sony Paris Games Week, where it's just in the UK. It's just all about Xbox and having a good time. Yep. Which I'm assuming uh, they'll probably talk about uh, Project Scarlet. Possibly. Uh, and uh, uh, finally, not, one not thing I go ahead. One thing I like about it is that the tickets are cost 19 pounds, but because uh, it takes place in London, uh, but all the proceeds from the event go to charity. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, do you want to talk about Gears Five? No, because we still games? have a few. We we still have a few other things, man. Uh, we got Greedfall. Oh yeah, uh, the one where you play as uh, that diplomat going yep. to like a whole new world, and you have to become friends with a bunch of different factions, so everyone's friends. Um, it really reminds me of like the early, like the mid two thousands, like Bioware games. So like your Knights of the Old Republic, your Jade Empire, even like your first uh, Mass Effect. Um, games where it's like it's more on talking to your teammates, yep, and they're them chiming in during like different conversations and stuff like that. Uh, and you can bone pretty much everyone. You can just <laughs> fuck everyone. You're 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 a straight up player. You're a stone cold player. Uh, that's coming out September 10th. Uh, summer spotlight sale going on till September 10th. So you can play some good games at reasonable prices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was the Surge 2. They showed off as well. That's the uh, futuristic Dark Souls-like game. Uh, it takes place in the ruins of a futuristic city. Full character creator. Full limb targeting. Cool thing about the limb targeting is the way to get equipment and stuff is you have to, like, beat it off of foes. So, hey, that helmet looks cool. Let me just smack this dude's head until it pops off and I can take it. <laughs> uh, 80 weapons. Dodges, parries, and blocks, oh my. 
It's coming out September 24th. Yes. Oh, one thing to say about uh, Metro Exodus. Uh, the fucker said lit when he introducing did. it. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, and there was a flamethrower, too, in the snow. The flamethrower in the bro. snow. You forgot, you forgot about the fucking snow in Metro. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, Gears 5. Uh, so, essentially, it started a little bit more uh, into the Horde mode. Uh, mm -hmm. For those who aren't familiar, once again, there is... Uh, it's a horror mode. It's a four-person um, uh, mode where essentially... Actually, five-person. Oh, five-person? Yeah, because of the uh, the dude in the ship. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, essentially, uh, it puts you through um, a constant wave of enemies getting harder as you go on, uh, which is awesome. Uh, there is some crossover. Mm-hmm. There is a cameo. Well, there will be a cameo. A few. One character from Halo Reach will be available in the Horde mode. Horde Escape like, and Versus mode. I like how they uh, they got the original voice actors back mm -hmm. for it. That's cool after like 10 years. Uh, Emily A239 and Kate... Uh, B320, the two Spartans from Bungie's final Halo game. Um, yep. Before uh, it set out on its own to make Destiny. The uh, best Halo game. Uh, they will be playable characters uh, with the Gears 5 Ultimate Edition included into the Game Pass. Yep. Which is pretty cool. So that, that's I mean, kind one of... of the th one of the things I, I didn't really care for is that the characters had alts. They had ultimates because everyone has to have ultimates now. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, they're called um, power taps, uh, which encourages players to move to their bases um, and around uh, others. Basically, it gives you good loot exactly. if you protect it enough. Um, you'll need to move around the map uh, to capture energy taps uh, every 10 waves, uh, which boost your power. Mm -hmm. So... But I, I feel like I guess anything like that it makes it makes sense I guess. Yeah. Um, I liked how the currency is split amongst the team. Yes, that that so is when, pretty cool. Yeah, you 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 pick up some currency, everyone gets it. Yep. Uh, the health bar over bosses and mini bosses are pretty cool. That's like one of those things you don't think about, but no. And it took them that long to put it in. <laughs> Uh, I also like, too, the accessibility options that they have. So with the, uh, you can control a drone, and yeah. really you don't have to worry about, like, cover shooting and that kind of stuff. It's more of a support role. So for people who aren't as familiar with Gears, or people who aren't as familiar with gaming in general, can be, still be a part of the team. And also they are adding things like single stick options. So single stick control. So, again, for people who can't, you know, fully use a twin stick control scheme, you can still have fun and enjoy the game. Yep. Yeah, so not only will have crossover players, Sarah Connor, like I said, will also have the Halo players, uh, which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> they'll have uh, another tease, teaser trailer um, that uh, you can watch on August 30th. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Uh, available uh, now, you can pre-purchase it on Steam. Yeah, it's coming to Steam for the first time with crossplay. Yep. As well, which is huge. Um, did you see that? Uh, that um, cross promotion with bathing ape apparel. No. Yes. So, bathing ape apparel is going to be in the game, and you could buy it in real life. Uh, you could buy it at Gears Wars, like Microsoft's website, or at their Bathing Apes NYC or Los Angeles stores. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Some side news uh, for um, at, uh, Microsoft. Uh, kind of goes with the Xbox. Uh, Microsoft has no plans to release more Xbox exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Um... So, as of now, because of the xCloud coming out, uh, they will have the exclusives on there. Um, so, currently, uh, games like Forza Gears, things along those lines. Um, yeah, well, that, that shit was basically inevitable, not, yeah. not happening. Because uh, currently, there is a bunch of games that are going to the Switch. Uh, that, um, like Ori, which is uh, an exclusive from Microsoft... Um, and the Blind Forest, that is a, at Microsoft exclusive. That is going to the Switch. Uh, yeah. While they did team up, uh, they uh, won't see any other first-party exclusives head to the Switch. Uh, at least for now. Yeah. Uh, Cuphead. We, we. Yeah. Things like that. So they made it clear that because of the the X, the X Cloud's ability to play on. The Switch, there's no need for it. Exactly. So, so, yeah, so don't we Go ahead. Can we talk about that fucking beautiful Xbox One X, though? Good old Gears. The that, Gears that, 5. With a giant skull, and it's, like, cracked. If you haven't seen Underneath it, go look the it up. Ice. Yeah. It's like the um, they took inspiration from the trailer, the E3 trailer, mm-hmm. where she, like, happens to look down at the ice and there's the 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 omen there so that's where they took the inspiration from that's pretty fucking rad um another thing i like too is that they're teaming up with things like razor Mm -hmm. to make wireless keyboard and mice in that same aesthetic and then seagate as well to make like i think it's like a two and five terabyte hard drive external hard drive that it looks like a mini version of the console. Yeah, I've seen that. Which is pretty cool. Uh, do you have any more Xbox news? Yeah, uh, they ended on the third Borderlands out of the show. They did. That's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, All right. Do you want to go to plate? Want to go to Sony really quick before we go to like the random Sony. games that were here and there? Sony. For uh, it was announced what they purchased. Oh yeah, they purchased. Well, I have that here because they were talk. They talked about it. Jeff Keighley talked about it um, during the opening of live live. But they bought uh, Insomniac. Yep. Which I mean, Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man. I mean, if they didn't release Sunset Overdrive, I just thought I just assumed that they were bought by Sony anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I didn't know they didn't own that. Yeah, I know, right? I had no idea that they didn't own Insomniac. Um, yeah, I, I the only reason I didn't know is because I saw because uh, they made the game Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox. Yeah, 
that's the only reason i was like i thought somebody bought them so yeah that'll be uh that'll be big uh to um that they have the exclusive rights over this over spider-man um which we won't talk about other sony and spider-man news until sunday <laughs> yep uh so hey man, bit... all i'm saying is all i'm saying is sony was in the right Nah. Let's, uh, so we're, we might, we might, we might, you know, ra- drop some gloves here on Sunday. Oh, about that, it's gonna, it's gonna throw down. We're, so we're, we're gonna, we're gonna put up them hands. You're gonna taste these hands. So because of this, uh, the CEO of Sony kind of said that um, I quote: "We must support the Sony, pl- the PlayStation platform. That is non-negotiable." With that said, you will see. The future of some of the titles coming out of my collection to other studios to give us a wider install base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that doesn't necessarily mean that PlayStation will start. PlayStation exclusives will come to Xbox and the Switch. Um, we don't expect to see Ratchet and Clank come to the Switch the same way Xbox's Ori Ori is coming. Um, but it could mean that multiplayer titles. Uh, with the PC as well as the cross-platform play that Sony has been so against, against. that they are leaning towards making it happen. Which and is I can awesome. also see, I can also see them doing things like putting the game Dreams because I think that's the big thing is they're they're thinking about the game Dreams. Yeah, that's a PS4 exclusive. Putting that on PC so more people can experience that. I uh, got a couple other games. Um, Outside of the opening night live? Well, PlayStation-wise. Okay. Uh, Erica. Oh, we'll talk about that opening night live. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, well, let's go back to Nintendo really quick. We forgot to bring it up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what were you talking about with Nintendo? Before we move on. So, a couple things. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Uh, is All the memes. getting a nod to the classic Mario and Sonic. So yep. there will be two characters that you can play. Uh, it is the original Mario and the original Sonic. And if you can see my phone for those who are watching, those are the two characters. And you actually can run, race, do all the do events all, everything. with the 2D animated uh, Mario and the 2D Sonic, which is pretty cool. The sprite-based characters. Yep. Um, yeah, the original Super, the original Mario and the Sonic from Super, uh, from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So the eight and can sixteen-bit we... graphic characters are coming into this game. Can we just talk about how much of a fucking crime against humanity it is that Wario doesn't have like a big bushy like chest? I agree with that. <laughs> that is a crime against humanity. He should I, fucking have that. I agree with that. You would think he would. Yeah, but no. Apparently he doesn't. Uh, According the, to Nintendo, which is canon. I mean, also that Luigi's dick is like eight inches long or nine inches long. Uh, the Zelda Link's Awakening, was that on... What was that one a no. part of? That was part of the E3. Was it? Presentation. Yeah. It won, like, best... Uh, it won an award. 
like best Nintendo game at Gamescom. Is that that's the next one, right? That's the that's that's the remaster of Link's Awakening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they dropped some footage at Gamescom. Uh, uh, you can watch thirty minutes of Link's uh Link's Awakening, uh, footage. Oh, uh, right now it's oh yeah, it's the remake of the nineteen ninety three Game Boy title. Um, it comes out uh, September twentieth. It is a remake. They changed all the graphics, made it look decent. That they they, and they make, added some stuff too, and they did. Uh, currently on YouTube, uh, if you look it up, you can watch thirty minutes of the of the gameplay of the game. Um, I forgot to bring those up for Nintendo when we were talking about it. It happens. And before we move on, let's make sure I don't have anything else random. Uh, Do you no. have any of the things on the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Uh, other than what we talked about on uh, the podcast. Um, All right, because I think they showed a little bit more off. They did. They they released the official trailer. Um, They released the official trailer of that, which follows from the very beginning of Dragon Ball Z up through Cell and... Mm-hmm. Graphics are essentially like any other graphics, anime really. Fighter. Anime fighter game. Um, it's nothing spectacular. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look as good as fighters. Uh, but you get to get your license, so that's all that yep, matters. So that that's an immediate game of the year, right there. Um, da, 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 da. I do have stuff on Nvidia and um, Alienware because they were there. Oh, yeah, they were. They did you talk wanna, about some stuff. Did you want to wait on that or talk about that later? Uh, we can talk about it. Uh, actually, let's talk about it now. Okay. So, Alienware, the the legend, the the classic gaming PC, the originator of the gaming fucking towers that were as big as a door. Um, yep. Kind of went away a little bit and came back, went away, came back, went away. Uh, they're getting a We're whole by new, Dell a few times. Uh, they're getting a whole redesign, uh, mm-hmm. and that actually looks pretty sick. They Slack. look amazing. Um, the Aurora R9 uh, was debuted at Gamescom, and it's it looks phenomenal. The case is a sleek design with blue silhouettes around the whole entire thing. It looks nice, really nice. Uh, i9 processor, which is it's which is insane. Dual Nvidia RX 2080 graphics cards. And they can hold up to 64 gigs of RAM. That's fucking stupid. That's way more <laughs> than you'll ever need. Um, you can customize them if you go to the website. They do have pre-built ones. Um, but for the base models, they start at 970, which isn't bad. Jeez. No, that's not bad at all. Uh, that's probably like, what, a 1060 in there? Nah. I5. Uh, they also have a 55-inch gaming monitor that, that they were releasing. Yeah, they did. $4,000. Yeah, it is. Uh, AMD FreeSync, uh, 4K resolution, 120 hertz. Um, I don't necessarily know why you need that, but I guess if you look at all the big streamers, they have a computer that's... They have, like, literally a TV monitor above their other things that they read their donations and stuff from. Or a lot of people do... Well, you wouldn't do that for the donations. Well, like, their subs and stuff, because you'll see them look up. Yeah, you wouldn't have that for donations, though. You would have that for, like, actual gameplay. Uh, it's an OLED panel. Yep. So it's going to... I guarantee right it looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, no worries. 
while he's gone, I will talk about uh, the NVIDIA. Once my computer decides to load. Actually, here, let's go down to the base model, the nine seven, the $970 uh, Alienware model that you can grab right now. And the new Aurora, Dell.com. So, essentially, you, according to Dell, you can build it. So the base model comes with an i5, 8 gigs of RAM, a GeForce 1650 with 4 gigs of DDR. It jumps to 1600, i7, 16 gigs of RAM, uh, uh, 1660, uh, GeForce with 6 gigs of RAM. And then it kind of just realistically goes up from there. Uh, you got an eight. You got a nineteen hundred dollar one i seven, sixteen gigs of RAM, twenty sixty, and then you have an i seven for twenty five hundred dollars, uh, with a twenty seventy eight gig graphics card. Which honestly, that's the majority of what you're paying for is that graphics card, um, which is insane. It doesn't, and it actually kind of asks you what games and stuff you like to play. You can pick Fortnite, CS:GO, Apex Legends, Overwatch, Call of Duty, because um, these are geared towards gaming. They always have been. I have an Alienware. I don't see the pricing of the i9 though, because then you have liquid liquid cooling things along those lines. Where is i9 where is it at I don't think that's an option yet uh nope now nah, I don't see that on here yet it does come with a cool illuminated keyboard and mouse which is awesome but I don't see the i9 version to give you a price on it uh Oh, I had that next. Okay, so to get the i9 Alienware, uh, it starts at three thousand two hundred and fifty-five dollars. Are you talking about the pricing for yeah. the Alienware? Uh, i9 nine ninety graphics card, thirty-two gigs of RAM, uh, GeForce twenty eighty. Uh, it's three thousand two hundred and fifty. To get the i9, 32 gigs. Uh, what is the difference between this and that one? Well, how much is the one with the two i9s? Uh, five thousand two hundred dollars. Fuck. And that uh, has the 64 probably the sixty-four gigs. gigs. Yep, sixty-four gigs of RAM. Uh, two. Uh, twenty eighty eight gig graphics cards. So which, sixteen gigs for VRAM right there, probably running an SLI. Honestly, you're like that's what that's what that is, which is unreal. Like that you're paying for those graphics cards. Those graphics oh, yeah. cards alone are about fifteen hundred dollars a piece plus. Oh, um, uh, no, I think they're about uh, eleven hundred now. Okay, so they went down, but still, it's unreal. Uh, two gig solid state drive. Uh, two no, sorry, two terabyte solid state drive. With a regular two terabyte 
um, SATA, so four terabytes of storage in that. I'm surprised it's not rocking an M.2. Nah, I don't think it would. Uh, that's, let's see what we got here. That's a hell of a lot faster and more reliable than solid state. Yeah. I think it's the, the removable aspect of it, though. Yeah, true. It's a lot easier to replace solid states than uh, M.2. Because isn't M.2 just glorified flash? Mm-hmm. It's flash. It's, that, that's what all your, like, your, your elite books and shit, like the smaller computers have. Mm-hmm. That's they don't they don't have physical hard drives, they have yeah, the no. little microchips. Uh, overclocked, hyper-threaded, it's fucking maxed out to the gears. Uh, disgusting computer. Oh, yeah. Is it worth it? Nah, it depends. Probably who you not. Ask. I wouldn't say so. I mean, unless you're like really. I don't even that. know why you would need. I don't know. Uh, probably like rendering. Yeah. Like rendering like high-end stuff, but then. If you're rendering some high high end stuff, just spend a little bit like what another few grand and get the uh, new iMac Pro. Yeah, but that's not really good for gaming though. You're not going to be gaming with two like two twenty eighties. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Nvidia. So, Microsoft X Cloud, Google Stadia, um, remote internet servers ran by. So also really quick, so the the, the X Cloud will be ran by AMD GPUs. Um, okay. The Google Stadia will bring obviously <clears throat> theirs to the Google Pixels um, using the AMD uh, servers as well. Yep. Um. But its rival, Nvidia, doesn't like that. No. They don't. The graphics giant just announced the soon expecting GeForce Now cloud gaming service. Of fucking course. So if Google and Microsoft are going to use AMD servers, why Nvidia's, not Nvidia? Nvidia's is Nvidia's going to make their own system. Why not Nvidia just say, "Screw you guys, we're going to make our own system." <laughs> they already have the the Shield. They have the Razer. Um, so, basically, it says all you'll need is a gamepad to take full advantage of the GeForce Now servers. Well, um, they kind of already do that with certain cards, with certain uh, graphics cards. You can stream that to your, like, Android TV box. They're going to... Um, they're specifying it for LG and Samsung phones. So basically, they're hmm. taking the market away from Google because Google is using the Pixel. Mm-hmm. So they're basically trying to create that market share. Okay, so Microsoft wants to use somebody else's servers, wants to use their graphics card, things along those lines. Well, we're going to make our own, and we're going to target LG and Samsung phones. I mean, that's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Uh, to take full advantage of the mobile experience, uh, <clears throat> we're recommending a gaming Bluetooth gamepad such as the shield controller well of course they would say that yeah as some games will be unplayable on an android phone without that gamepad um makes sense it's not much of a stretch for an nvidia to bring uh, the service to android phones um nvidia's geforce uh first came to the android based 
uh, NVIDIA Shield portable gaming controller. Yep, uh, and their tablet. Console. Yep. Yeah, and they had a tablet as well. Uh, that short-lived that short -lived tablet. Uh, they had the Shield TV, which runs Android TV that's been going on for years. Uh, Mac and PC, the invite-only beta for GeForce Now has have has gotten i guess extremely positive reviews uh and all the games that it streamed over the internet has been essentially um seamless uh nice. it has not been said if it'll work over the lte or 5g cellular connection they didn't talk about that mm -hmm. um because won't, won't google stadia's work over cellular it's supposed to but if you can get probably a good running enough, like 7 720p yeah if you can get a good enough signal but so NVIDIA is now throwing their name into the market of cloud gaming, which because of, further because of course they are. extends the question, is that going to change the gaming industry? Is that going to take away yet. the likeliness of the $140 billion industry, which, by the way, is projected to reach by 2025 $350 billion dollars. If it continues yep. on the upscale that it's on right now, which is amazing. Oh yeah, doesn't surprise me. Uh, what we got next? Uh, well, we got the opening night live, sure uh, starring my boy Jeff Keighley, um, big big name in the gaming industry, best friends of Hideo Kojima, and uh, guy I'm super jealous of. <laughs> uh, so start off with Gears Five, some more story stuff. Um, hey, there's snow in it. It's a theme. Um, Marcus Phoenix is in it. Uh, even the scientists are super buff. Uh, fucking mechs. There's ice sailing. Two different stories. 4K 60 FPS in campaign. Three-player co-op. Couch co-op. And it won best Xbox game at uh, Gamescom. So, next game was... So, they, they said that there was going to be about 15 world premieres at games at opening night live before this. Uh, I like to believe there's more, because it seemed like every fucking thing they showed was a world premiere. Um, so, it starts off with, like... The next game is like starts off with some, like, weird, like, blueprint design of stuff. It's like, oh, that looks like a drone. And then they announced this, a new Comanche game. And I'm like, Comanche, oh shit. That definitely was a video game that I never played. <laughs> um, it's the first Comanche game since, I think, 2005. I didn't look it up. Uh, it's going to be team-based online gameplay. Alpha and Beta are coming this year, early access next year. Cool helicopter dogfights. Fight with drones. You have alts, because of course you do. Uh, it's coming from to Steam from THQ Nordic. Um, they, they also showed off uh, another THQ Nordic game. Uh, again, another world premiere. Uh, DCL the game. It's uh, drone racing. Yep, which is actually, cool. which actually pretty cool. I mean, it's drone racing. I can play that in uh, fucking Judgment <laughs> as much as I want. Uh, next was another world premiere for Need for Speed Heat. So yeah. showing off a little bit more of that. Um. Going What's back cool to the is classic that it, days, baby. Yep. Uh, so it's got a day-night cycle. Uh, what's really cool about it is that um, 
depending on the time of day, things change. So, like, during the day, um, you have more sanctioned races where it's, you know, completely cool. It's all enclosed off areas of the city. But at night, everything changes. Yep. So, at night, that's when you have your illicit races. That's where you're doing your normal street races. Um, cops are way more aggressive at night. Yep. Uh, you that's earn... pretty cool. You earn parts for your cars during the day and money at night to upgrade those parts. Uh, a lot of customization. Uh, you have the reason things... why I love those games, like being able to, like oh, that's yeah. why I wanted a car with a spoiler back in the day with the system everyone and wanted, the lights and everyone wanted that. Like during that that time when like the first Fast and the Furious movie came out. Yep, because like, and Need for Speed took advantage of that hardcore. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> it was yeah, like did. simultaneously they came out and they're like, dude, we're fucking benefit off of this. Like no tomorrow. Um, you have things like exhaust tuning. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so you can change how it sounds when you're driving. Um, you can fully customize your character. Uh, you can actually customize your car through what's called the Heat Studio app for iOS and Android. So you can customize your car and then import it into the game. Yep. Um, it's coming out November 8th, but the Heat app is available now. Uh, what? Crack my hip. <laughs> <Ooh. hurt. laughs> uh, another world premiere. So, what are we at? Like four now? Four or five. Yeah, because I think the story stuff was a world premiere as well for Gears 5. So, we're at like Supposedly. five now. Yep. Uh, showed off Kerbal Space Program 2, which was a cute little game that came out uh, 2013, 2014, something like that. Um, where you just play, try to land on the moon. As these little adorable little guys. Um, you got jets now. Space jets. Multiple plans to land on. It's coming out next year for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Uh, another world premiere. Little Nightmares 2 from Bandai Namco. Uh, you got a spooky bag-headed kid. That's coming out next year for uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Big thing with this is it's going to actually have some combat in it. Which was pretty cool. Dream, Dreams won best PS4 game. Uh, then they showed off some more world premiere stuff with Predator Hunting Grounds. Mm -hmm. Predator the game. Mm -hmm. So like it looks like it's going to be. Concept. I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's going to be like PvPVE. Yeah. So a squad of uh, four soldiers fight NPCs and the Predator, and then one person's the Predator trying to like kill everyone. Uh, almost are... reminds me of um, Jason, Friday the 13th, the game. It's by the same people. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense, then. Uh, the soldiers are in first person, while the Predator is in third person. That's coming out next year for PS4. Uh, showed off a little bit of Monster Hunter Iceborne, some more stuff. Again, world premiere. Snow. Uh, snow. <laughs> uh, and then, really, the only thing that... Uh, I really took away from this is that the new like crossover. Com Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, keep, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Oh yeah, isn't it uh with the expansion for Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. They already had like a they they had a uh, crossover with Horizon Zero Dawn before, um, where you can get Aloy's like outfit. 
Ah, okay. And then her bow. Um, the only thing I really came across with Iceborne is that Volcana, the uh, cover monster, will fuck you up like it's no tomorrow. <laughs> uh, then they showed off the cycle, which is a PvE and PvP game, first-person shooter. Uh, you fight monsters on an alien world. Some really interesting futuristic weapons. Uh, early access is out now, coming to that game store. And it's a competitive quest shooter, and it's free. Uh, another world premiere is Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, coming out August 22nd. So those are always fun games. Um, another world premiere was Humankind by Sega and Amplitude. Uh, it's Caveman making fresh beats. <laughs> it uh, looks like a strategy game where you start in the prehistoric era, kind of like a... Um, reminds me kind of a little bit like Civilization, it looks like. Yeah. Um, that's coming 2022. Uh, Borderlands 3. Again. Oh, boy. Jeff Keighley makes this better. Still don't care. Walker could talk about this. <laughs> it's, really, it's literally the same shit. It's Pretty much. We've talked about it. I think that's... We, 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 we've talked about it a lot over the different podcasts. There's nothing really that new, unfortunately, so we'll move on from that. Yep. Uh, another world premiere was Everspace 2. Yes. Spaceship, space station, flying around the universe. It looks like what uh, No Man's Sky was going to be at launch. Which a little bit, except supposedly going to be here in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, looks pretty fucking rad. Uh, that's coming to PS4, Xbone, and Steam. And supposedly now, um, uh, 2021 is when it's going to be released. Okay. Which is crazy that they launched, they uh, reviewed it now. Yeah. So. Eh, you know, just uh, at least throw it out there. Uh, it's teaser. expected to hit Kickstarter on September 9th with a goal of 450,000. I don't know what that weird symbol is before it. It's like a C with two lines in it. Euro? I don't know. Let me see what it is. So it's. Maybe that's Euro. Ah, uh, Euro, yep. Or, so that would be... 498,000 US dollars. Half a mil. Half a million dollars. Um, I do believe this is a German publisher, too. A de German creator, too. Yeah, the game is expected to hit Xbox in 2021 um, in Steam early, uh, for early access in 2020. Uh, yeah. The original Everspace is a part of Game Pass, so it's in the works. Oh, cool. It's basically it's just a a trailer, a bona fide trailer. Um, it switches up things by expanding to an open world concept, where players can traverse the vast distances of mm -hmm. um, role playing elements mixed in things along those lines. Oh yeah, but I'm assuming it'll it'll go because they have a trailer. I don't know why they need a Kickstarter for it, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Um, next they showed another world premiere of some more Witcher 3 for the Switch. Yep, yep, yep. Boy, howdy does it look terrible. October 15th. It looks bad compared to the other, the other versions of the game. 
but my god that game can look like shit now it's still be sh like in awe that they managed to make it work i had a, my notes blur a lot of blurry textures oh yeah yeah a lot of blurry textures it wasn't it's not it's not stunning but we'll see they had a lot of close-ups of things they shouldn't have done close-ups on yep more importantly faces yeah yeah it was rather blurry to say the but, least but you know what they managed to put it on the switch yep they did they managed boy did it look choppy too so hopefully that'll come to more fruition here soon where it's not as bad mm-hmm uh, FIFA 20, world premiere, uh, Vault of Football, some more stuff in that. Um, 17 locations, and then they showed uh, some of the story mode for that uh, Vault of Story. Uh, Disintegration, they shut off world premiere of that. First person ship shooting, there's some mechs. Um, looks a lot like Destiny, because it starts off with a dude in like a... like what, It almost looks like one of those... like speeder bikes from destiny yeah i noticed that um uh, but you fly around and you shoot people with it which is pretty cool uh that's coming out next year for the ps4 expo and pc first single player story and multiplayer it looks like it's going to be a first person shooter cross rts where yep. you're commanding like your troops and stuff that are on the ground so that'd be pretty cool uh dark side of genesis world premiere trailer nothing really much to say about that uh, then they showed off Guilt, which is a world premiere that we they showed off a little bit about that at E3. Uh, it's a Stadia exclusive. Um, it's the one where he plays that little girl going through like that school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, takes place in Maine, because of course that's like the scariest place in the world. <laughs> um, monsters are physical manifestations of characters' fears. Use uh, which reminds me a lot of like Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, you use a flashlight to attack, like Alan Wake. It looks like it's very stealth-focused. Uh, that's going to be a launch title for the Stadia. Um, it's obvious, just from looking at a lot of the stuff in there, the people that made it are huge, huge like horror fans. Like horror game fans, because there was a lot of like Silent Hill vibes I had with it. Uh, Link's Awakening won Best uh, Nintendo Game. Uh, they showed off some more stuff with Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Uh, it's going to take place on the moon. It's going free-to-play. Going to have cross-saves, which are available right now. Um, showed a world premiere trailer. Um, Remothered Broken Porcelain. They didn't really show much of that. Uh, again, another world premiere. 2020 X-Bone, PS4, Switch, PC. Uh, then we had an ad for the Epic Game Store. And saying that free games are going to be added every week in 2019. Yay. Uh, Magic Gathering Arena coming to the Epic Store. Yeah. That winter. Uh, it's going to have some stream integration to it. Uh, which will, basically what it does is um, you can basically, in the game while you're streaming, be like, hey, chat, what card should I pick? And it'll immediately like pull up a thing for people to vote on. That would be pretty cool. Uh, then there was Erica, an interactive thriller. Yep. That's been in the work for a while now. Uh, you solve different puzzles and you make choices that in, in that basically impact the direction of the game. Um, mm -hmm. 
It's also uh, playable um, on the app or Android. Uh, so there's going to be um, uh, interaction features that kind of cross-play with each other, which is yep. pretty cool. Uh, that's out right now on PS4 for $10. It was announced in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been working on this hard. Interaction thrillers, I... I've noticed that, like, that's a big thing now, too. Like, you have Life is Strange and things along those lines. Based on what you say, changes the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something new, but still, it's... it's... It's neat. It's it's, it's interesting. Pretty neat. Uh, they showed off some stuff for Anno eighteen hundred world premiere. A lot of DLCs coming out. Got snow. <laughs> uh, they showed off Port Royale four world premiere. That's like kind of a, again, kind of like a city building kind of thing. Um. That's coming out in 2020 for PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, um, Iron Harvest looked pretty cool. I don't know if you remember that one. Um, I'm looking through right now. I don't know. So Iron Harvest was like the real-time strategy game, the one that they showed off. They showed like a whole bunch of like images and videos from World War One. Oh, and then they yeah, just threw yeah, those yeah. those like mechs and shit in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was pretty hacking cool. Yep. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about now. And they're they're not even like new mechs, they're like it's It's like if they're if they were mechs in that time. Yeah, in that in that era. Weird mm-hmm. like you have to see the trailer, but yeah, Harvest nineteen twenty. Think of it like an old coal locom uh like a coal engine locomotive was turned into a mech. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's coming out for PS4, Xbox, and Steam on January 9th. I think it was January 9th. Did it say yeah. 9... It said 9-1, I think. Yeah, so that will be January 9th. Or did it say 1-9? Uh, I can't I'm looking remember it up now. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, shit. Come on. September 1st, 2020. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember if it said one nine or nine one. Yep, September September first. Uh, Steam driven mechs do battle in the early twentieth century. Mm-hmm. In an alt history World War One, essentially. It was. <laughs> it looks so cool. Yeah. Um. Then they did. They showed off Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes, they did. Uh, basically, it's going to be a reimagining of the original of the Modern Warfare franchise with new modes. Uh, New modes. Uh, more importantly, cross-play between console and console and console and PC. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. Alpha the starts uh, on PlayStation only August 23rd. Uh, for the 2v2. 2v2 uh, free-for-all, uh, even if you don't have the PS, mem- the PlayStation membership. Uh, 2v2 gunfight. Uh, it's across five different maps, so if you're not familiar with what that is, Basically, it's you and your partner in a 2v2 battle of six rounds. Uh, whoever wins all six rounds, well, whoever not wins all six rounds, but whoever wins whoever. best out of six uh, is the ultimate uh, champions. Nice. And then you so just. Whoever wins four rounds. Yep. Uh, it's kind of cool because then you can keep playing in the game and two other people will come in and you kind of just keep keep playing. Keep which going. Is, which is pretty awesome. I'm assu- I I would assume there would be at one point they'll probably have some kind of terminate terminate. Oh, probably terminate. terminate. 
um, around this where they'll have like brackets. Oh yeah, probably. So, which would be pretty cool. Uh, they also talked about uh, up to 100 players multiplayer. Yes. Both, so 50 on 50. Yeah, it should be absolutely phenomenal. Um, no battle Still royal. Still does Mac. But no battle royal, but um, the largest multiplayer uh, mode in Call of Duty history. Yep. Uh, and then finally, uh, Death Stranding yep. was what ended the show. Uh, world Did premiere, you... Kojima was there. Hideo Kojima, my boy. Uh, said he talked about a lot of diff- different characters. Um, each character is going to have their own sub story, which is cool to learn more about them. Uh, the first person, the first character they show was Mama, who's played by Margaret Qualley. Qualley. Um, she has like an invisible baby, um, <laughs> who is born on the other side. So basically, it's like dead, but it's still like alive. Um, and it's still like connected to her with the umbilical cord. So she cannot leave that area because she's still connected to the child. Um, they showed Bridge Baby and Dead Man. Um, Dead Man is, has the likeness of Guillermo del Toro, voiced by Jesse Cortri, uh, Corti. Uh, he's a scientist. Learned a little bit more about uh, the babies and the pods. Uh, the pods replicate a still mother's womb, so a woman uh, that is basically like in a coma that gives birth. Yep, yep. Uh, babies are the tools. They usually last about a year, and they're connected to the world of the dead. Um, so they shut off gameplay, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fly through this real quick. Uh, Norman is Norman is sleeping. Norman is peeing. So there's a whole like bladder, bladder like mechanics. Yep. Uh, first person investigation mode. Uh, you can equip ladders to traverse the environment, which they showed off a little bit more of. Uh, it's funny when they they said about the gameplay trailer. Kojima's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna save it for Tokyo Game Show," and everyone's like, "Fuck off, there, no, you're not." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I'm not." Um, it looks awesome. Like oh, the yeah. graphics are disgusting. Like it's. That's what happens when you have unlimited Sony funds. It's true. Uh, huge map of the U.S. Uh, Jeff Keighley's in it, which is cool. Uh, another thing, too, is, like, they showed um, Norma's character just falling off a cliff and the baby freaking the fuck out. Yeah, i seen that. So you actually have to use your controller to rock the baby. And you have to do it, like, gently so it doesn't, like, aggravate I it. I don't get the whole ladder thing, though. Like, you literally have a ladder that just stems, like, unlimited feet. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's the future. It's the future. So the, I would say... The graphics aren't like, like, I don't know. They're not like Final Fantasy, like fifteen quality, but they're still phenomenal. It's using the um, same engine that um, Horizon Zero Dawn did. Yeah, because they got that from Guerrilla Games. So it still, um, looks. It still looks great. I thought I, the falling off the, um, the cliff was absolutely hilarious. It it, it looked like <laughs> she wasn't paying attention. It's like, oops. Yep. Oopsies. <laughs> it looked like a big gaff. Um And you literally gotta look down at your baby, grab it, and rock it back and forth. Yep. Which is actually pretty cool. So there's the whole pee mechanic. Uh 
which you could turn off if you want. But who's not going to do? Who's going to do that? Nobody. Um, nobody. Uh, they they talked in great length about the PA mechanics. Just saying. Um, one of the things they said was that uh, you literally you have to. So you literally select it and click urinate. You do. <laughs> And you get a little gauge above that says how much urine you have. Um, and then they said about um, if you turn the camera, Norman Reed's character just turns away so you can't see anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you, you turn it. Like you, they, it was funny because they try to go around it and he just turns. They try to go yep. above it and he just leans over. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Very smart. They talked about peeing for about five minutes. That's hilarious. Kojima talked about urination for about five minutes. Um, P can be used as a weapon. Uh, I they didn't say how, but it, apparently it can be. And uh, That's he also funny. Uh, said that P is the key. <laughs> so one thing that you can, one thing they said about it was that you could pee in like one spot, and you keep peeing in that same spot. Things might happen. You might get something out of it. There's probably things, parts in the map that if you keep peeing, like. Something probably grows and you get something special. Mm hmm Um, and then tail end of Gamescom day one, uh, Sega announced the Yakuza remastered collection. Womp womp womp. Uh, I was I was wondering if you're gonna get to that. Yep. So for sixty dollars you get Yakuza three, four, and five, so you get two good Yakuza games and Yakuza three. Uh Yakuza three remastered is available right now, with the four remaster coming uh October twenty ninth. And then February 11th for five. So you have to buy all three. You have to buy it in the collection to get it. Which. I don't know how I feel about that. Because. I think it should. They should have done it all a cart with the option of getting the entire collection. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, because y Yakuza 3 was only available in disc in like a physical format on PS3. It wasn't available for digital download. Um they also did show off announce that there is the physical edition. Uh but yeah, Yakuza Remaster Collection is getting a physical version which I'm going to buy immediately. I'm going to pre-order that shit on. Actually. Where the fuck did I put my phone? I literally just had it. Um as soon as I find my phone, I'm going to check Amazon's website to see if it's uh see if it's there or not yet. But uh but you get uh with it all the games with Yakuza 3 and 4 on a disc on a uh, separate disc and then Yakuza 5 on disc. Nice. Which is the first time Yakuza 5 has been released physically stateside. And you also get more importantly for me, just for me, you get a case, a PS3 case for Yakuza 5, which was only released digitally on PS3. That's so I can cool. pop that fucker onto my shelf and say, hey, I got a physical case for Yakuza 3. Nice. Um, so a couple games we missed. Uh, Watchdog Le uh, Legion. Um, did they oh, show yeah. more trailers about that? Um. Uh, one they showed off the old person dying. Yep, uh, it's called perma dying. So essentially, like in real life, they have perma death to all your playable characters. 
Um, mm -hmm. So you may be going with a lot of them. So essentially, if you have an old, if you recruit an old guy, you could be walking along with that dude, and he literally collapses on the floor and dies. <laughs> yep. I love how that's just a mechanic. Um, I love it. It's my favorite thing ever. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think that's that's ingenious. It makes it so real, like real life, like. Um, little nightmares too. Uh, they did talk about that. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, right, we talked about that. it during the um, uh, opening light live. Oh, we talked a little bit about it. Completely missed that. I mean, you can go, you can go more in depth with it if you have more in depth stuff. Oh, I'm just no. not familiar with little nightmares. No, I just have. That's pretty much about it. It was. It's, it reminds me of, uh, Hello Neighbors. If you ever played that, it's um, basically it's a creepy game where you gotta, um, you have missions and you have stuff you have to do, but you have to like sneak around essentially if you're too loud you get caught and then uh nightmare simulations final fantasy 8 uh remastered, oh, yeah, remastered is available for pre-order uh it'll be released september 3rd uh which is huge finally uh, getting final fantasy final fantasy 8 yep uh star wars battlefront 2 yes they are still making stuff for star wars battlefront really? 2 yes um uh, co-op mode, as well as clone commanders. Huh. So, uh, da -da 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 -da. there's a four-player co-op, which they are adding, which would be kind of cool. Um, they are adding a capital um, supremacy game mode, uh, other modes, and new maps. In huh. addition to clone commanders, which is pretty cool. So... Uh, clone commanders are elite force within the Grand Army of the Republic, striking fear into the enemies. Um, so that would be kind of cool. The primary weapon is a DC-17M. It's a blast rifle. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, the clone commanders won't be hitting the game until September. And uh, the other mechanics will be rolled out during other expansions, so... Uh, hmm. If you don't remember uh, what a clone commander looks like, a little like, hang on, let's see if I can turn my brightness down. A little like drone mm. type character. And they have like a sniper rifle. So. Interesting. Which is pretty cool. Uh, the new map, uh, Capital Supremacy, also is in September. Uh, it's set on the human jungle, the planet uh, Falsiga. I don't know how to say that. Uh, more significantly, the four-player co-op, the four-player online co-op, also arrives late September, allowing you to team up with three other people for a large-scale PVE adventure. Oh, that's uh, cool. You can cho choose to play as the Galactic Republic um, or the Supremacist uh, Alliance and partake in battles in R5 Clone War planets featured in Battlefront 2. Hmm. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and that's all the news that I have. Yeah, uh, they, did show, have they did show more on the Avengers game, but I'm already disgusted with that game, so I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like I'm disgusted with everything that Marvel fucking does and Disney does. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about that. All right. Uh, Little Nightmares is a great game. Little Monsters, Little Monsters. Uh, Schroeder said that. Um, yeah, I hear Little Nightmares is great. 
yeah, it was, it's, it's, if you haven't played the game Hello Neighbor, it's like I said, it's kind of like the same thing. Not really, but the closest I would say it's more like a, like a 2D platformer or yeah. a platformer than anything else. Why is that pushed into my seat? Anywho. Um, little monsters, he said. Okay. What is... Hang on. One second... Little monsters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Little monsters. It's a movie. No, it's it, it's a game too. I see it. Little monsters. Yeah. Um, it's also a, a game. Okay. But, anywho, uh, that is. Oh, he says no. He's talking about little nightmares. It just has a lot of little monsters in it. Mm. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. That makes sense. Little monsters is a game too, though. I just I, I saw <laughs> a little fun fact for those who care. Um, I think that's a pod. Um, yeah, that's like a, a, good, a GameCon pod. podcast special event, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with another special event in September. We will. For Tokyo Game Show, and then we don't have anything until next year. So, we got a lot. We got a lot coming out. Obviously, make sure you stay tuned. Sunday, uh, episode 31 of the Normal Level Unlock podcast. Uh, be there, oh, be so square. We're not, we're not considering this 31? Like the oh, E3 I, I call it... Well, we didn't uh, name that one, though. I, I just put E3 special. I just put E3 podcast. Yeah. Um, We could... In theory, I guess. No, um, this is this is special. Yeah, that GameCon special podcast, special event podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, stay tuned Sunday. We do have a lot of movie news. A lot of movie news. And, like, no game news. Yeah. So the <laughs> and... majority of the game news came out today. There are some things, but... Um, A few things here and there, but... We'll see what happens. Aftermath. Oh, oh, there was one other thing with um, Gamescom. What? Uh, Elgato announced something new. Um... Did they? I missed that. Four, their um, 4K 60 mm -hmm. um, internal uh, capture card. They reamped it and dropped the price. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, so I think it's now... Uh, let me take a look real quick. Let me get the price. El Gato 4K... Mark II, 4K60 Pro Mark II. So they drop the price down to. It's about like half or something like that. Oh, um, yeah. So 250 bucks as opposed to I think like the 300 or 400 dollars that it was before. Not um, bad. They dropped that price down. But the big thing is that not only is it going to do 4K at 60 FPS, um, but it will also, one, support multiple. You could you could plug in multiple ones of them to your computer, so you could easily switch between uh, different games and stuff like that. Okay. And then also it's... As well oh, wow so that's pretty cool 
Ugh, I got shit flying everywhere. Papers going all over the place. Papers, please. <coughs> yeah, that's that's all that I have. Perfect. But yeah, make sure you stay tuned Sunday. A lot of gaming news from different uh, companies. Uh, a lot of uh, surprise that actually came up during Gamescom. Not related to Gamescom, but nevertheless, um, still came out this week. A lot of uh, movies that are in the works that are going to be made, which is huge. Um, and we'll talk about that Sunday. Make sure you're there, Love Unlock Podcast, on any of our channels. Make sure you follow us, Love Unlock Podcast. Um, uh, at gmail.com send us emails love us like us follow us uh, use the email send us questions send us concerns send us issues follow we us on twitter at what james lvl unlocked pod that's lvl unlocked pod also send your questions there yes and once again I'm Jeremy Captain Geach next to me is Mr. James people I hate studios Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Audio-only version of this will be available tomorrow as it is midnight in the East Coast. So, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for listening. See you Sunday. Bye.